0: This is August 29th, 2022, and you've tuned in to the stream of random. Join your host, Hacker Mike, on a walk in the evening. It's 11.26 in the evening, Eastern Standard Time. And this show has been sponsored by NPR. Sponsored by Pfizer. Isn't that great? Thank you, Pfizer, for sponsoring this show. So let's talk about them a little bit. Well, Pfizer also sponsors CNN and Fox. And made sure that everyone who listens to Fox all got the jab. They don't know why they did it, but Pfizer told them to. So thanks, Pfizer, for sponsoring Fox. And telling all the grandmas and great-aunts to take the jab while they're busy screaming at their television about how Joe Biden's trying to kill them. But Joe Biden isn't the only one. So, now that we got that out of the way, thanks again for sponsoring us, Pfizer. You did a great job. A great job and people are afraid to go to the hospital because they get killed in the hospital. I know of someone whose father went for an ulcer and they killed him with covid or he died of covid in the uh, <clears throat> in the hospital. It's like we need more bodies. Well, throw them on the stack. We got to get our quota. And We saw that Pfizer pulled in 50 billion dollars, which is a lot of cash, enough to buy yourself some small countries. And don't you think that the elected officials, your wonderful presidents of your small little countries, and small states, and small municipalities, just passing someone sitting on their porch, don't you think that they also got a small taste of that 50 billion dollars? Who are we to judge such a powerful company as making such bold power moves if you sue those contracts that they did with Albania? It's just insane. But I didn't even want to talk about this topic. I just thought it would be funny. Maybe I won't even publish it. I'm afraid of. Well, maybe I'll just put it on Telegram, on the STR Voice channel, that you guys can. It's a public channel you can join. That's where I publish some public things. And we have our voice chats. But I really should set up our own website and get off this um, other people's technology and exercise and in infrastructure and hey i wanted to talk about that so i'm developing my model of code and i've been looking at the variance of the offsets of different fields like i mentioned before if you lay out your data linearly one by one how far and when one object references another object, we can know when it was visited on the algorithm. So we'll have a number, a position, when it was visited, and every reference to that object can be given by its position that it was visited at. And um The difference between two objects being visited is their distance apart. Like if it's right next to each other, one after the other, it would just be one node away. It's like the next node, where the previous node is referenced. Those are very close objects. And a lot of the data is actually close like that. Like it's exactly the next object. But that's for some of the fields. You can say if, if, then, if condition, then statement, else statement. You can see the condition, if condition, the condition is going to come first. And if it's then a variable reference, the variable will come first. And then basically they will come one after another but then the else statement for example that's going to come much later and You have to look at all the objects that came before it. So the distance will be higher But the highest distance is the distance to The declaration or the um, package or project. That's the greatest distance So as it turns out each project can create a huge amount of objects and basically It's like a domain or a dominion of data. This big swath of data is owned by that package. So a package then contains declarations, which are all closer to each other and reference each other. And in fact, we could sort those declarations so that the first ones to be declared are um, used by the second ones to be declared. We could put them in order some order of, it's called a topological sorting, that would also be useful. Because the the order of appearance in a module is pretty random and can always be improved. And it's a great matter of debate how to sort your modules. And I assume, assume that we could then, classify code into what it, what occurs, what types of objects occur, at what section of the code, how far distant percentage-wise, or some other metric. And we could get this distance metric to even be more intelligent. We could even learn to encode it uh, with some we could come up with some come up with some terminology or some classes or groups for each of these metrics and the reason why i'm looking at the declaration and like what what's inside of the package is because it has the highest variance so i'm studying the distances and um i think the, the deletion of an object also has a great variance there's a couple of different ones that have very long scopes but the most outer one most one it appears to be project or context and that makes the most sense because it has the widest It's like a big bubble so we could plot these projects as bubbles and maybe even break them down i can imagine um Okay, sorry, I had to go on mute. Someone was playing some loud music there. I went out of my way to not look at them. I really don't want to meet anyone on this walk, or say hi to anybody, or interact with anybody. I've become quite a hermit. I said to my wife that I love the lockdown, not having to go to any parties or anywhere. I, I felt great. I know it's a very hermity thing to say, but that's just how I feel. Okay, so let's get back to uh, what we were talking about. So we can imagine that a project is this big bubble. And over time, new items are added to it and removed from it. It changes over time. Items are reordered, but there's going to be some stability there in the code. And we can look at the history and these great visualizations. You can see the project growing over time just in terms of files. But imagine if we could visualize actual changes and things being cut out and moved and added to the trees and then have that visualized even by an AI, I think that'd be pretty awesome. We could generate some descriptions and feed that to (coughs) the diffusion program. Now I've got on my phone a copy of a stable diffusion model. Supposedly I found it on the internet, they said it's been hacked, it's been leaked, So I had to grab myself a copy of it immediately. So I'm quite happy about that. And I hope to reverse engineer it and learn what sections of it are firing under what words and see what type of models it has, if we can decode it, if we can visualize the model. And then maybe we can have the system create pictures of the model like we can teach it to generate a picture of the model itself as some kind of artwork so we can transform the model into a description that would then be fed back into the AI that would generate a picture of the model I could take that sentence and I could feed it to the AI right now. So let me tell you what I've been learning about. So, system is called, the system I've been playing with a lot, it's called NightCafe.Studio. And they recently added in the um, stable diffusion model, which I've been playing with. they they have a couple of different models and you can sign up there and you can earn credits I've been playing with that a lot recently and um, but I've been using up my credits so I want to run the model locally well first of all it's using a language model off the Internet so first I need to um, try and understand the language model is saying and I should start with that and see what the interface is between language model and picture model or it just hasn't been trained maybe it's gotten trained in any case I want to explore that that interface And see if I can reverse engineer what the different parts of the model do document them. So generate me a picture which would serve as an input to highlight and document all the parts of the brain of the model. So basically we just want to have one model picture that we would present as an input to the AI and that it would just take standard inputs or no text at all, or just a simple word like, well, of course, it would have to give us some text as well. But basically, the challenge would be construct a picture, which with text presented to the AI, it would generate successively models or pictures of its own internal structure, explaining different concepts and how they work, and that this would then be emitted by the uh, AI. So it'd have to, like, read its own model or understand it somehow. So that's a pretty good idea, right? So, so, so. Um, Long pauses. I've been thinking about work. I'm not going to talk about work. The only thing I can talk about work is that I've been working a lot, and I hope, well I think today I made a major milestone, and I got praise from the boss and the client, so that's good. That's a win. And I have been putting in a lot of hours. And I haven't been going on my walks or doing much of anything. Think we should take a break now i think i've given out my major idea and uh i'm just going to put this out if uh if, if um spotify wants to shut me down because i was praising pfizer i mean come on take it take a pill right? take some uh pfizermectin Piper is called. All right, take care.